Let me tell you something! If this plan of yours fails, I want you to know it's been a beautiful partnership. The feeling is mutual, pal. The feeling is mutual. Where do you keep your casserole dishes? Why? The cat won't fit in the toaster. Maybe you can hire the AT. Are you not used to being given orders? Whenever Giles sends me on a mission, he always says, please. And afterwards, I get a cookie. What you talking about, what? Soft kitty, warm kitty, soft kitty, warm kitty, happy kitty, happy kitty, happy kitty, Welcome to Changing Channels Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Mac Masunas. How's everybody doing? And with me, as always, is America's co-host, Jameson. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. It's great to be back. It is great to be back, man. Good stuff. So what's up, man? How you been? I uh, I heard your episode last night of Movie Voyager Monthly. And, uh, wow. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a fun one. Uh, we uh, Brian and I had a nice debate over Looper. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Now uh, I didn't see it, and I know you had the whole spoiler warning, but I I had to hear it. And uh, and the stuff you talked about doesn't really ruin it for me when I'm gonna go see it. But uh, I'm very interested to see uh, which side of the spectrum I fall, whether it's Brian's side or your side. I think I'm gonna be your side. Uh, either way, I mean the the debate was phenomenal. Uh, needless to say, man, it was good stuff. You both had excellent points, and uh, it was just you're like, man, I just don't agree, man. You, yeah, it was the uh, you were passionate, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really the first time that we've vehemently disagreed about a movie, at least on the podcast, and uh, so it was actually it was actually pretty cool. I enjoyed it, you know. Instead of always being agreeing with each other, I did enjoy it, and uh, yeah, I'm just kind of curious to hear back hear from people that. Once they do see it, and I I want people's opinions on what they think of the movie. So I've been kind of hitting people up that I know have seen it, trying to find out what they think of it. So true that, true that. Well, we are here to uh, discuss some uh, changing channels today. Discuss TV and our, our main topic, which is Thundercats. So it's going to be good times. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, me and Jameson we recorded Zombieland last Saturday. And then Sunday is when I went to go see my grandma and say goodbye. And then Monday mornings when she passed away. So this is my first time recording. So it's kind of funny how Jameson was there before crap went down the hill. And now it's after the fact. So trying to piece things back together and get things rolling again. So it, it's kind of funny how it kind of worked out, sir. So Indeed. Indeed. So, man, are you ready to talk some TV news? Let's do it. All right. So, have you caught up to Arrow, sir? Even though there's only two episodes, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've had your chance to check it out. Have you or not? Yeah, I did. Actually, last night I just watched episode two finally. Excellent. So, uh, I'm very excited, sir. Uh, definitely, Arrow doesn't live by Batman's code, obviously. <laughs> Uh, but it, it has the Batman Begins vibe to it, which I dig. I really like the characters. And here's the thing that I really like about the butler. The dude, not the butler, but the bodyguard. He bodyguard. knows he knows who he is, which is so flipping cool. Because my wife's like, 
you think he knows? I'm like, he's not stupid. He figured it out at the end of the first episode. Well, yeah, and you know, in the episode I was watching last night, you know, he's, are, are you going, plan on going out again tonight? You know, you asked him that. It's like, yeah, he knows yeah. what he's doing. It's the Lucius Bruce Wayne relationship. Exactly. You know? Just if you don't tell me, you know, I don't have to admit it, but we both know I know. Exactly. So I'm digging it, man. I really am excited. And the cool thing is to hear the news about how it was the highest debuted in three years on the CW. It had like four million. I believe it was like four million viewers. And I didn't I didn't hear about the ratings for second episode. I haven't checked that out yet. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen. But uh, it's pretty consistent, man. I'm really excited because usually the second episode kind of tells you where the show is going to be going because the, the pilot is obviously what they use to sell. But the second or third episode kind of gives you a feel for how it's going to go. And it still had the same vibe as the first episode. And my wife really likes it because Katie Cassidy's character, the dad, she mm-hmm. watched him in the Dresden Files. So she always says, you know, that's Dresden to me. So that's one reason why she's excited to watch the show is because he's in it. And uh, I love me some Katie Cassidy, man. She's at good times. Very good. So uh, so overall, sir, I think what we'll do for December, we'll just not have a topic, but we'll just do like year-end talk TV, like overall from like January through December of like all the shows we watch, what we thought, and all the new shows starting up, kind of what we think is going to happen. So what do you think we do? We do something like that for December, just kind of do a but, year-end but- kind of thing. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting concept. I like it. Okay, fun. Good deal. So that's the plan for December. As far as next month, we don't know yet. But December, December's plan. Good stuff. But <laughs> uh, I'm excited for Arrow. I'm glad I checked it out, and uh, I do not have any worries that it will be canceled. No, no, I don't think so either. Fingers crossed, I guess. Yeah, right. Fingers crossed. As long as the CW puts the money in the right place, I think we'll be all good to go. Uh, so what about TMNT? Have you, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon, have you and the kids checked it out yet, sir? Uh, my kids have, I've seen all of about 10 minutes of it. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, I'm in the same boat as you. I've seen 11 minutes of it. So what's your, uh, first thoughts on, uh, 10 minutes worth? I don't know. It's, it's alright. Um, I wasn't, like, super impressed with it. Um, you know, like I said, I gave it 10 minutes, but, uh, I don't know. The kids liked it, they, but I mean, they loved all the Ninja Turtles movies and stuff like that. So it's I think true. it's just a built-in audience and I don't know. My thing with Ninja Turtles was I always liked them, but I think I was, I was just kind of getting out of that kind of phase when Ninja Turtles was coming in. You know, I was, I think I just started to miss Ninja Turtles. So I wasn't a huge Ninja Turtles guy growing up as it was so okay okay fair enough uh so yeah i'm going to give it a shot i think the way they look is a little bit weird it's kind of a cross between tmnt and trying to be 3d-ish you know mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna give it a shot and see how see how i dig it so um in other tv news we had the loss of uh, webster's dad uh he recently passed a few weeks ago did you hear about yeah. that yeah, was it last week? Alex Karras, yeah, passed yep. away. Yeah, that sucks, man. Losing people left and right this uh, this year, it seems to be. But uh, he was great. He was great in. Um, oh, why am I drawing a blank now? <laughs> the movie, uh, the Wild West Mel Brooks movie, Blazing Saddles. He was great in Blazing Saddles. There you go. Man, that was a long trip to get to that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy Webster, man. I thought it was a pretty fun show. I mean, nothing, you know, life-changing or anything. I, and I didn't watch every single episode. But uh, for the most part, I, I kind of dug that show. I think Different Strokes is more my favorite show versus Webster. Uh, I love that even 25, 30 years later, when you talk about one, you have to talk about the other. Just because they had two kids who were yeah short, you know? <laughs> like, right. I like Webster. Well, different strokes. That brings that to mind. I mean, Punky Brewster was kind of along the same lines. You know, it's like kind of not really, I don't know. Different strokes was like their parents died, right? So like Willis and Arnold's parents died, so they moved in with the Drummonds. And Punky Brewster was an orphan who broke into an apartment building and then was just taken in. And yeah, then, she was just a squatter. Right, and then Webster, what he was adopted, right? I, yep. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's kind of along the same premise and kind of three different styles of shows. Uh, you know, give me a break. They kind of did that with Joey Lawrence, you know, and those are just some good fun shows, man. That uh, I definitely enjoy from my from my past. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a shame to hear. But I mean, he was kind of getting up there in age, so it's kind of makes yep. sense. So. So, Brendan Fraser, he's going to star in the TNT pilot Legends. You hear about this, sir? No, I did not. All right. So, what is Legends? Essentially, this is an article that got posted about two days ago. And uh, Legends is based on this book. Uh, it's like a spy book by novelist Robert Littell. And it centers on this character named Martin Odom. It's like a deep cover operative who has like this chameleon-like ability to transform himself into different persons of each for each mission. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird, and uh, yeah, he's set to uh, star in the in the pilot. So, uh, you know, it's going to be produced by Fox Twenty One um, Studios, and I'm I assume if he's starring in the pilot, he's attached to the series if it gets picked up. You sure hope so. Yeah, I mean, I like Brendan Fraser. He's good times. You know, he's definitely. You know, he can do comedy, he can do action, you know, I mean, he kind of proved that with the Mummy series, and I always knew he could do comedy. He can definitely do drama, because the first movie I ever saw him in was School Ties. Oh, that's a great movie, too. Yeah, you know, I talked about that in an Airheads episode, that that's how I was introduced to Brendan Fraser, and that's the first time I met, uh, you know, uh, not met, but... You know, Matt Damon was the first mm-hmm. time I watched him. So any movie Matt Damon was in or um, or uh, Jason's favorite man, what's what's his? What's ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. There you go. I, I always hated those two. It's like I didn't like those guys for a long time. Yeah. You know what? School Ties was one was the first time I saw a lot of those guys, too. And I did. I would before I really even knew their names, you know, before they broke big with like Goodwill Hunting or whatever. And I'd see. Some of these guys in different movies or different shows, they'd be like, oh, it's the guy from School Ties. Oh, there's that prick from School Ties. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> That's funny. That's, that's a, It's an interesting cultural reference concern. It's not a huge movie, you know? No, not at all. In fact, uh, you know, I the the girlfriend in School Ties is his girlfriend in Airheads. Yeah, Amy Locaine, yeah. Their relationship goes in two completely different directions. I mean, Crystal Donald's in that movie, and, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's such a... Man, when I think of dramas, bam, that's like one of my the first ones I go to because it had such an impact on me because of how, you know, deep, I don't know, it's deep movie, man. It's good stuff. So uh, I, I really enjoy me some school ties and uh, I'm glad Brendan Fraser, you know, it'd be cool to see him on TV again. So at least it's not a mummy TV series because that would, that would suck. So yeah, good stuff. So did you hear that Ashton Kutcher is now the highest paid actor on TV? 
Yeah, I saw that. That's not a huge surprise. It seems like I don't know where that show that show just likes to throw money around, I guess. What is the appeal of Two and a Half Men? Like, I love me some Big Bang, but the creators created Two and a Half Men. I just don't get Two and a Half Men. You know, I get Big Bang, but I don't get Two and a Half Men. I've never liked that show. How about you? Yeah, I've never gotten into it. Um, I didn't watch my first episode of Two and a Half Men until after Charlie Sheen had gotten fired. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, then I started watching some of the reruns, you know, because it was in the news. And like, all right, let's watch it. And yeah, you know, it's funny. It's decent. But it's nothing that I would like. It wouldn't be a show that I have to watch every week. You know, it wouldn't be one of, quote unquote, my shows. Right. You know, if it's on, it's I'm laying in bed and I'm flipping through the channels like, oh, OK, I can fall asleep to this. But, yeah, I'm with you. I, I just, I don't know. It's just never been something that I thought was anything special. It's true. I hear you on that one. And then uh, American Horror Story, you know, mm-hmm. American uh, Asylum. Uh, it kind of makes sense now because my wife checked out the first episode. And, I, you know, I know that the main lady stars in Nashville now. So I was like, okay, so what? She's going to be in two TV shows. But it takes place before season one, so it's kind of a prequel to season one. It's got. Uh, oh, a, is it? Yeah, it's it's basically showing you how the house became the way it was because it was an asylum first, and uh, I believe Jessica Tandy. Uh, Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Yeah, I don't know why I said Tandy, but just difference. Yeah, Jessica Lang. Uh, thank you for clarifying that. Jessica Lang is the uh, you know was in the in season one, but she's the main star of season two. She's a nun who has a lot of evil thoughts and uh, they kind of go through her story. And so that's kind of how season two is working out. Okay. I have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I I got it. I have a DVR and I just have to find time to sit and watch it. Yeah. You'll have to let me know how it is because I kind of quit season one after the first two episodes. I was like, I don't know. This is a little too crazy for me. And I kind of, you know, Mm kind of close it out the door. So there you go. You got to make choices sometimes. Exactly, because I got a lot of shows to watch, man, and <laughs> I got to pick them, pick them clearly. So good stuff. And uh, hopefully, um, I was gonna say that in December maybe we'll have some renewals for next year because, uh, but I mean that kind of time period comes around now. But sci-fi, they usually do their renewals around this time because, like Haven, uh, around this time last year was picked up, and there's still no news if that show's coming back, and that's. Like one of my wife's favorite shows on Sci-Fi is Haven. So, hmm. you know, I'm just I'm just happy that I finally got The Walking Dead back. Yeah, that makes me so happy to finally get into another season. Uh, I heard that it could become TV's top scripted show. It's it's on its way to being the top rated scripted show. So, uh, good stuff. How how you liking it, man? The new the new stuff, the new season. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I've been. Uh... Ever since the end of last season, I've been really, you know, the way they left a cliffhanger and just an image at the end, I was really excited for this one. And, and I'm I'm hopeful. Um, you know, it seems like every episode there's something, though, that just bothers me. Like, why would you do that? Or, why wouldn't you do this? You know, and this isn't any different, but I, it's it's one of my favorite shows on TV. Good times. I am going to have to catch up, sir, so we can talk about this show because uh, I'm, I'm behind, man. I'm only season five. I don't know, man. I think I even got through half of season one. And uh, I just, it's not like I didn't like it. I really enjoyed it. I just never found the, the time to get through the rest of it. So I really need to sit down and get caught up and watch all this stuff, man. I agree. 
and then, <laughs> and then we can talk some Walking Dead, man. It'll be some good time. So I think that's it for TV news, unless you, sir, came across anything interesting you wanted to talk about. No, I got nothing else. All right, so should we get to the topic at hand, which would be Thundercats? Wait, I watched She-Ra this month. I thought we were doing She-Ra. <laughs> so did I. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, it was supposed to be Thundercats. So all right, let's let's do some of that then too. All right, let's do some Thundercats. sir so thundercats let me just start off by saying that this is my favorite cartoon of all time tom and jerry would be number two Mm. Uh, and you've been watching a lot of tom and jerry sir am i right tom and jerry is my six-year-old's absolute favorite show ever and yeah we watch tom and jerry every day awesome same here man my kids absolutely love tom and jerry but thundercats uh, i introduced thundercats to uh to my kids and uh they love some lion and the sort of omens and the song and it's good stuff man i i've this this has always been my favorite cartoon uh, i've loved it ever since i saw the first episode and it's just flipping amazing i think it's just the theme song start the, the theme song starts off and it's just like, wow, you never seen this before. And I believe this is, you know, when people think, say, anime, you know, like Japanese, this is what I think of, you know, not the real f- dumb looking mm-hmm. artwork. To me, this is what I think of when I, you know, when they say it's uh, Japanese. But I don't think it actually is Japanese. It's just no. I kind of always associated it with Japanese because it was so different looking than what the normal cartoons were at the time. So. What's your first initial thoughts on Thundercats? Yeah, Thundercats, man, is uh, is right around my favorite cartoon. I just I, I love this time of the 80s. Maybe it's nostalgia because that's when I grew up. But, I mean, cartoons like Thundercats and G.I. Joe and Transformers and He-Man, those, those are like the big four yep. for my childhood. And it's like, man, they just don't make them like this. There's nothing better than these as far as kids. And, yeah, they're toy commercials. You know, a lot of them are made to sell toys, but but the thing about Thundercats, I think, is is cool is that Thundercats symbol. Yeah. That everyone knows that is so iconic like that from the 80s. I mean, it's like Thundercats and Transformers and Ghostbusters are like the big iconic symbols of the 80s pop culture. And it's just everyone knows it, whether you've seen an episode of Thundercats or not. Everyone knows that symbol. Agree. I think that, you know, that really helps 
stand the test of time for this show. Yeah, I have uh, three shirts, man. I got one with uh, it's on fire, and I have a normal black one, and then another one that looks kind of a little bit different. So I got three of these bad boys, and then my wife's got a Thundercats shirt, and uh, I I love it, man. And uh, it's funny. There's a lot of episodes, 130 episodes, and here's the only thing that sucks about this show is it's very expensive to buy. No doubt. Very expensive. Those DVD sets, I was so excited when they first came out, and then I went down to Best Buy, and this was years ago, and the first first half of Volume 1 of Season 1 came yep. out. Yep. And it was like $55. <laughs> and I'm like, and this isn't even all of Season 1? No. you got to be kidding me. It's true. If you go to Walmart today, they have Season 1, Volume 1, $25. Season 1, Volume 2, $25. I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? And this is now. This is 2012. And this, this came back at least two or three years ago. These came out in DVD. Oh, yeah. This was, yeah, three or four years ago it came out. Yeah. And the price ain't dropping anytime soon. And if I know, if I remember correctly, the new show is cheaper than the old show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, man, the year that this sucker came out uh, was uh, 1985. And there were 65 episodes, man. Good, <laughs> good times. And uh, this was uh, produced by the Ratkin slash Bass uh, Productions. It's the same people that helped create Silverhawks, uh, Tiger Sharks, and the comic strip. Which I know Silverhawks, uh, but I don't know the comic strip. So. No, I don't know. But I guess it actually debuted in 1984, and this was uh, this was created by Ted Wolf, and uh, I remember the first episode looking at him. I'm like, are they naked? Yeah. And uh, I was like, this is kind of kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, I when they crash and Lionel all of a sudden goes from a little kid to being an adult. It's like, whoa, what happened to that guy? But everybody else is still the same age, but now they have clothes on and stuff. And then, you know, I just I really dig the first the first episode because it is like a movie, really. I think mm-hmm. it it's like a, an hour long and uh, good stuff, man. I like the way they, they introduce it. And, uh, you know, Lionel has kind of like an Obi-Wan Kenobi, if you will. You know, he, mm-hmm. he has Java, which is always there to uh, kind of give him the direction that he needs. So uh, let's go through the characters, sir. Uh, Lionel. Don't you just love Lionel? I mean, he's obviously the star of the show, but I really love me some Lionel, man. He is some good times. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Uh, he looks cool. I mean, he's I mean, he's obviously supposed to be looking like a lion, which is really cool with these characters is the fact that they are cats, but they're so human looking at the same time. I mean, thank God they never made a movie out of this. Because it would just not look good. It has to be a cartoon. Yeah, you know, and I've been hearing for, for oh man, for years now, oh, they're going to make a live-action Thundercats movie. It's going to be so cool. Like, no, we don't need that. No. We don't need a live-action Thundercats movie. Like, uh, it would just be bad. You know, and I thought that the, the way that they took all of the animals, from from the Thundercats to the, to the bad guys and everything, you know, everything was a human animal mix for the most part exactly and i i thought that the you know the way that each character was designed really looked cool they did um i love the sort of omens man i mean this thing was you know sort of omens give me sight beyond sight and he sticks his his eyes to it and it has like these little the the grooves they go down but when he puts his eyes to it the grooves go up 
And then as he says, thunder, 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 thundercats, the sword grows with every time he says thunder. And I remember as a kid, man, I had the sword. I had to have two versions. I had the sword that was you push the button and it lights up. The thundercat symbol lights up. And then I had the small sword, which is what it looks like normally before he goes in the thundercat. So I had to carry both of them on one side <laughs> of my pants and the other side. So that way I could pull out the little sword and try to do thunder. And then I switch my other hand. And by the time I hit the third thundercats, I go, ho. Oh. so man, I, I killed it with the toys, man, with, with the thundercats, with the swords, man. I still wish I had it, man. My parents threw out my flipping swords. I'm still pissed off about that. <laughs> That's so good. I had, I just, I had the one. I had the one that lit up. I remember that vividly, and I remember it breaking when I went to go hit a buddy of mine, and I hit a tree with it, and that was the end of it. Really? Because mine was pretty tough, man. I hit a lot of things with it, and it. I swung pretty hard, man. I remember that thing cracking all the way down the side. Oh. It just, my heart just sank. <laughs> I, you had to have cried at least on that. Oh, dude, it was like I'm never getting another one of these. <laughs> Uh, and they were I've just like, done it. They were expensive, man. As a kid, I mean, trying to get my parents to buy that was like a miracle. Mm-hmm. It was it's like thirty or forty dollars, if I remember right. And to a kid, that's like a hundred bucks. Yep. And uh, good stuff, man. He had his claw. It was kind of kind of cool, kind of like a Batman type claw, where he'd stick his hands in, and his knuckles would shoot out to like uh, attach to like you know trees or whatever he needed to do. But that's essentially what would carry the sort of omens. And uh, he was awesome. He was the leader of the Thundercats, but he was kind of, he was always a kid though. I mean, really, right. uh, Panthro was kind of like his father figure. Uh, yeah, Panthro was the elder statesman. Exactly. And uh, and Panthro, man, you know why I love Panthro? He had the nunchucks, baby. That, those are my tools, man. Panthro was great, man. You know, and, and, and let's not overlook the voice work with these people. I, I, that's one thing I loved about this was the voices they got, the the voice for Lionel and the voice for Panthro. Uh, do you know who the voice for Panthro was? Uh, the voice of Panthro was uh, Earl Hyman. And what else was, what's he best known for? Do you know? Uh, I got to say the Cosby shows. There you go. Cliff's uh, dad, Russell Huxtable, right? That's right. He was granddad Huxtable there. It, I, I always was like, I'm rewatching this too. I'm like, man, who was that guy again? <laughs> that voice is driving me nuts. Good stuff, man. And, uh, uh, Lionel's voice. I mean, his Lionel's voice is really, really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Lionel was voiced by Larry Kenny, and he did a lot of radio career stuff. It was kind of like his big thing. Um, he he's actually been in some video games recently. Um, you know, like Grand Theft Auto, he was in and stuff like that. But uh, he doesn't. He was never really in like a big TV show where you're like immediately know. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's the guy to play Lionel. Versus like, you know, Panthro you do. So, but I, I definitely like Lionel's voice, man. It was some good times. And he would come back into the new show and uh, and play the dad of yeah. Lionel, which was pretty, pretty cool. So what about Jaga? This is kind of like the, if you will, the Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. of uh, the Thundercats. He's the greatest of them all. Yeah, he was the one who, who when they were leaving Thundera and coming to Third Earth, he was the one who basically sacrificed himself. So that they could all make it, you know, and and so now he comes back as like, like a vision to Lionel, right? Yep, yep. Always he comes back. He's the the Obi Wan, as you say. Yeah. And always tells him what to do, or listen to this, or go do this, and yeah, it's pretty cool, you know. It's cool to have, you know. Yeah, he, he was vision. awesome. 
Yeah, uh, he would always, whenever Lionel would about ready to make the wrong decision, bam, he would show up. It was kind of yeah. like if he showed up, you knew you were doing something wrong. You know, mm-hmm. or like if he was just having a, a, a you know, out a, a very bad day, he would show up and try to point him in the right direction. So, uh, so Tigra, uh, didn't you just love his nunchucks, man? Tiger was cool, man. Tiger had, I thought, the coolest powers. I mean, Tiger had that that whip thing, and then he he could make himself invisible with it. Yep. I thought Tiger had some cool powers. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe I said, what'd you think of Tiger with the nunchucks? I meant the whip. I was still thinking of Panthro. Panthro was in my head because Panthro was awesome. I mean, Panther was cool. I mean, obviously he's a Panther, but he was really the smart guy. He was the one that built everything. He was the chief mechanic, the engineer, built the thunder, uh, the thunder tank. That thing was awesome. Um, That's what I, I love that. He was able to build the the thunder tank and and their fortress out of the ship that they crashed in, basically. It's true. I'm like, I don't know how you took the material from that little ship, (laughs) built a fortress and a tank and everything else. It's true. I loved it. But I love Panther because Panther, when I was a kid, always, you know, was, in my head, was always very similar to B.A. Baracus in the A-Team. Yeah. He was the big dude, the tough guy, and he was the guy who would fabricate things and build things and create the weapons and just he was that guy to me yeah you know so and that and ba was my guy on the a team and so i was i i always thought the two of them were, were very similar like i like panther he's the big muscle guy that builds the stuff to get you out of trouble it's true and they both had phobias uh ba's was uh flights right, right. planes and panthros was bats nope. so it was kind nope. of cool but uh tiger man yeah he had that whip that made him uh you know, kind of just invisible. And he also had like mind power. He had like the ability to create like illusions and stuff in people's minds. He was some, he was good times, man. What do you think yeah. of uh, Tigra? I mean, was, he's probably for me, he was like my fourth favorite. Because uh, next to Panthro would be, uh, would be Chitara. And then would be Tigra for me. See, Tigra, yeah, Tigra was probably, I don't know, second or third for me. I thought he was cool. He was strong. You don't even like, and there was some episodes that they kind of built around Tigra, you know, which I thought was kind of cool. It kind of gave him the, the, the spotlight for a while. And the one thing, re-watching all these episodes, I never realized that there was that each character had their own theme song in the it's, episode. Like right. when they showed up, all of a sudden this would play. And so I'm watching it and, and then I was watching some clips and they had Tigra's theme. And every time it was played, and it was pretty cool. Like, I like his theme. That's all right. It's true. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not going to talk too much about the new series because, to be quite honest, I'm not very happy with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they made him, like, to be this kind of a racist and a bigot <laughs> almost. And he's just a real douchebag in the new show. And it's just I'm not very – I'm not going to say a lot of good things about the new show. I'm mostly going to talk about the old one because yeah. I, I don't know about you, man, if you've watched the new show. But I'm not very – happy with what they did with the yeah. new show i watched enough just enough to know i don't like it i hear you i think that's as far as i'm gonna go i gave it about five six episodes i deleted the rest off my dvr uh i just lionel was just kind of i enjoyed the fact in the first episode that they brought back the original lionel to be the dad i thought that was mm-hmm. cool but i thought that lionel was his they changed too much stuff you know, it's like his leadership ability just wasn't as strong and as focused as it was 
uh, and Panthro, he doesn't even show up for like. Yeah, yeah I'm waiting for Panthro. He like never shows up ever. And Tiger is just a complete jerk. And uh, Chatara, man, they totally made her to be. Uh, I don't know, man. Put it nicely. <laughs> not not a very uh not a very nice person i guess I uh-huh, uh-huh. but uh on the brighter side in the original show chatara was awesome and there's a lot of dudes out there that still make some pretty interesting comments about how they would like to do interesting things to her and not realizing that she's a cat but or uh, a cartoon or a cartoon <laughs> yeah you know, there's some people that have love for cartoons like Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And there's other guys that have fantasized about Chitara. I mean, she did have the the nice curves and stuff, but she is a cat, people. She's not. A, she's a cartoon. You can't take her home. And she's a cat. OK, she's a you know, she's a cheetah. So she was pretty cool, though. She was awesome. I loved how fast she could run, man. Good, good stuff. Yeah, she had some cool powers, too. I mean, she had that staff that seemed to be able to grow to whatever length she needed to grow. Right, the bow staff. Yeah, it, yep. could, it could grow or shrink to whatever length she needed yeah. to be, which is pretty and then cool. She, she had that cool ability that they would use to where she could basically see into the past or the future. She, she'd get these visions of things, and they would they'd use that quite a bit in the show, and I thought that was always cool. Yeah, and of course she would at that point become uh, weak, and she mm-hmm. couldn't she couldn't help them at the time, but she could clock at 120 miles an hour when she started running, man. Good times, man. Uh, incredible, incredible speed. I really dig Chitara. She was my third favorite. It was always Lionel one, Panthro two, Chitara three. She it was those you know those were my top three, and then everybody else was equal. I didn't have like okay everybody else falls in like fourth, fifth, or sixth. It's just everybody else was equal with like Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat. Uh, what do you think of Wiley Kid and Wiley Cat? Yeah, they're they're <laughs> all right. They're all right. They're not the greatest. Uh, they, I liked them. I the less I saw of them, the better the episode was. I always thought, like they added a a decent little element for a couple of seconds. You know, little their little back and forth. You know, twins, brother, sister argument thing. Yeah, that got that 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 would be all right for a few seconds, and then it would wear thin. You know, and they'd come in and kind of try and save the day sometimes, but. Or caused the problem to, to create the episode was was right. kind of the big thing was they they would do something they would cause some problem and the Thundercats would have to fix it so yeah. it's always good times but of course Snarf is like uh, amazing you don't like Snarf Snarf is the least my least favorite thing about Thundercats are you serious you don't no, like I'm Snarf dead serious I oh. cannot stand Snarf <laughs> Snarf oh is, man. Snarf is what makes me angry when I watch the episode sometimes. We're going to have to have a looper debate right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's so whiny and annoying. Just snarf, snarf, snarf. Oh, man. That's what's so great about him. Snarf, snarf. Oh. No. No. See, now, I think he was supposed to be like the Orko. Right. Like what Orko was to He-Man. Agreed. Only Orko was cool and Snarf was annoying. <laughs> Oh, man, that sucks, man. I can't believe you don't like Snarf, man. I agree with you 100%, though, about the Oracle because, you know, it's just like you. If it wasn't Thundercats, it was He-Man for me, Masters of the Universe. Those are my two big cartoons I had to watch. It was, You know, Thundercats was always top priority over Masters of the Universe, but there's a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. big big time uh, similarities. Oh, so Big time. From, from the characters to the villains, I mean... <laughs> 
they ripped each other off left and right, you know, and I, there was re- a lot of real similar themes in the episodes and both of them were out to just sell their toys. Right. I, I really enjoy though the, uh, I, I think I like the evil, you know, the villains better than the He-Man villains. I mean, Mumra is flipping amazing. I mean, yeah, Mumra is not whiny like Skeletor was right. Exactly. Mumra. I mean, he was always creepy. I think that's one thing that I loved about when you watch the introduction is you see this little old, mummy guy and all of a sudden he turns out to be like the incredible hulk on zombie uh, zombie juice i mean that's kind of what he looked like mm-hmm. and uh he was he was flipping amazing i love me some mumra and you're right he wasn't like skeletor skeletor is always like rah, 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 rah. mumra is just like how can i kill people today that was always you know <laughs> his thing and uh mumra's man he's like a kind of like a bulldog like you know the way he looks it's just he's so creepy looking as a mummy but then when he became the big mumra i mean it's kind of hard to describe how he looks yeah i know you're right though i mean he was i like the, the incredible hulk on zombie juice yeah that's kind of the best <laughs> way to describe it he's the incredible hulk on zombie juice really uh and he was very smart man he had his hands on the sort of omens in a couple of episodes that uh, I mean, once the bad guys get a hold of the Sword of Omens, it's like that's it, man. That that's the end. You're screwed. But the Sword of Omens was its own thing, man. It was its own power source, and I love that sword. But Mumra almost beat the Thundercats. You know, he came so close so many mm-hmm. times. You know, versus Skeletor, that guy just kind of he always lost before he even started. Mumra always, you know. If it wasn't for the the group, the the, the Thundercats is what always helped them win against Mumra. You know, Lionel could never do it alone. He had to have the other guys. I mean, obviously, you knew just like an Incredible Hulk, you're going to get to see him twice in every episode. So you knew in Thundercats, you're going to at least get once where Lionel is in trouble. He's got to pull out the sword and say, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats, ho. And then you get the awesome theme song and you see the light in the air. And then they all come running and, and save the day. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously formulaic, but mm-hmm. it, it was good formulaic. You just couldn't wait for it to happen, you know? Yeah, I agree. That was, you know, it's interesting because I loved the Thundercats as a kid. And then around 1995, 96, they started re-showing it, or at least that was when I first noticed they were re-showing it on, on like Cartoon Network or something. And uh, so I was so excited. I'm setting my VCR. I'm recording episodes of Thundercats. And I'm watching them. And I started to realize, like, man, it's like every episode's the same. <laughs> like, there's, and I don't know if it's just the way that they showed them, the order that they showed them on here, but it was like, it was like seven straight episodes of Mumra and Slith and Monkey and doing the exact same thing and the exact same results. It's like Wiley Kent, Wiley Kent got him into trouble, and I'm like, man, is that what this show was? Like every week they could have been showing me the same episode. I wouldn't have known. It was so I. That, I thought that was kind of interesting that for a while there, I was kind of bummed out like, man, maybe this doesn't hold up like I thought it would. Well, you know? I, it definitely was out of order because I watched season one from beginning to end. Uh, I think it was last year. And each episode, I mean, they actually had like these like gizmo looking dudes that were kind of robots. The and, robo, the rubber bearbles. Yeah. And it, you know, there was like two or three episodes on those guys. And that's kind of what helped them get 
you know, building everything. So season one was just all about them building and building mm-hmm. and building. So maybe that happened more towards like the later episodes. But I mean, season one is really, really solid. There's something different that happens to everyone because that's where you get the trials of Lionel. Where that they, is the best. Yeah. I mean, that was some crazy episodes that are just flipping and really let's, enjoyed. Let's talk about that real quick. The, the, the trials of Lionel. Okay. Now that, that I think that is one of the coolest things. Um, just overall. So he had to basically to prove that he could be the leader of the Thundercats, right? Right. And he, he couldn't take, have the sword or his... He had to, no weapons. Right. And he has to basically fight his team one it's, by one. Yep. He, and he kind of prove that he has what, every, what each of one of their, their, their specialties are, that he kind of engulfs all of those things so exactly. he can lead them. Yep, yep, exactly. He that had, was awesome. Yeah, he had to overpower Panthro. He, it's like he's a smart guy, so he's got to somehow – not only – you know, Panthro is tougher than Lionel, so not only does he have to overpower him, but he has to outsmart him. And and the same thing with Tigra. He's able to use his invisible power. So, yeah, it was – you're right, man. And that's probably most people's top, you know, five episodes is the trial of Lionel because he had to prove himself to be the leader. And that's what made it even better is the fact that he couldn't use his weapons, man. Yep, yep. Those are great. Yeah, those are great. And that happens in season one. So I just think you just had a bad batch of episodes. And that's what it was. You know, and this was – 16 years ago when when I the first time I rewatched it as an adult yeah and I was like oh man I don't think it holds up and then now re- recently I've been rewatching episodes and preparing for this podcast and all that and, and I kind of fall back in love with it like yeah you know what it is what I remember it's it's good and and sitting and watching Thundercats Ho the the, the movie oh, that was great that was I remember awesome. watching that as a kid and just being just fired up watching that and uh, getting to rewatch that again now is awesome. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Thundercats Ho. What uh, what's so great about the Thundercats Ho movie? You know, I don't know what it is. It's just the the way that they kind of tell the whole story and they they bring in new characters, which is why I thought that was cool as a kid. Yep. Was that they introduce um, new Thundercats, basically people that survived the Rober Rober Burbles saved. Some uh, some more Thundercats off Thundera before it blew up. Bring them in, and it kind of introduced a new wave of characters, which I think was cool at first. And then as seasons went along, it seemed like they were just throwing characters in, yeah, like crazy, you know, just trying to, like you say, like, to sell more toys and and this and that. But I thought this was cool because this was the first time it kind of expanded the universe a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it was good stuff. I mean, it happened right. Uh, pretty much it was the segue between season one and season two because season one, you know, had the had the the big stuff was the trial, which was in five parts. You had day one, the trial of strength. Day two was the trial of speed. Day three was the trial of cunning. Day four was the trial of mind power. And last day was the trial of evil, where that one he had to go up against Mumra. And, oh, that's right, yeah. And then after that, uh, it was the end of the season. They did the Thundercats whole movie in 1986, which was, was supposed to kind of shake things up a little bit. And well, I remember because that was – yeah, I remember why because Mumra was killed in that. Yeah. Spoiler alerts. Yeah. And I was like, no way. Like, is the show done <laughs> <laughs> or what? I remember – yeah, like this is crazy. 
Right. And that's how season two starts off when it came back in 1986. You know, they had an episode that says Mumra lives. You know, it's like, okay, they show you how Mumra had survived. And uh, it it kind of at that point sets the the three seasons, you know, going in, you know, uh, setting up the rest of it by season two is setting up the whole Mumra, you know, five. They kind of they kind of just did that every year. Mumra would die. And then Mumra would come back. It's true. And then Mumra would die. And then it's like, okay, he's really dead this time, guys. And it's like, let's destroy the pyramid. And then we do. And then somehow that brings him back by destroying his house. Brings him back to life. You know, it's just the craziest ways they bring him back to life. Yeah. You know, for me, I think season one, Thundercats Ho, and season two, most solid. Uh, oh. Go ahead. No, no, I, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. And season three and four, it's good entertainment, but it's not... Not as solid as the first two seasons. The first two seasons are like one, two punches, man. It's like solid from beginning to end. And I think when you had your whole thing, it's probably they threw season three and season four crap in. And that's yeah, probably yeah. what you were watching. I think so, too. Because it was season three and season four is where the especially the villains got really watered down. I yeah. mean, they were bringing in crazy Vikings and pirates and just weird things. It wasn't just the... You know the the vulture guy and monkey and and slith and mumra and, and, and that kind of group the the mutants. You know they start bringing in all these different crazy characters and there's unicorns running around and there's the berserkers and all these people and it was just like what are you doing? You know, you know I it got to too much. It's true, but I did love the bad Thundercat. Remember that the guy that had to take on Jabba? He was kind of like a he was like a Viking, but he was like a Thundercat. And, a hammerhead. Yeah, and then you ended up having an epic battle where it was, uh, you know, Java comes back and he's like 500 feet tall, and they have a fight in the sky. And man, I I really dug that character. He was pretty cool, man. He was just the mm-hmm. evil Thundercat. You know, it's good stuff. Uh, the show did have a season, a series finale though. Essentially, uh, they they did they did kind of wrap it up a little bit. They had Mumra standing up to and successfully. Uh, asserts himself over the ancient spirits of evil. Uh, the mystery of the Book of Omens was finally solved, and then they had the terrifying environment of Thundera was last rendered peaceful and pristine. So they did wrap it up, though the last, mm-hmm. you know, the last episode, which is nice because not a lot of cartoons really got a series finale. So it right. was kind of cool that they were able to wrap it up. So there was only four seasons, 130 episodes. They're about a half hour piece. Occasionally, you get the long ones, which is mostly the movie, uh, the movie, you know, maybe the season premiere or, or whatever. Like the pilot is obviously an hour long, but uh, good stuff, man. And I really enjoyed the mutants. I thought they were always funny. They always had, you know, Slythe always had the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the way he talks was always good times. Um, were there any mutants that you just like were annoyed with, annoyed with just as much as you were with Snarf? Um, I don't know if annoyed with, but I definitely, uh, did not like, uh, was it Vulture Man? Yeah. 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 Or yeah. Vulture Man was, it's probably stems from my fear of birds. <laughs> so it just, he just creeped me out. And, uh, I always liked monkey and a jackal man cause they were both like tough, like the henchmen, yeah. but they were always idiots. Uh, and they were idiots, and they were always just super scared. Like, Jackman would just run off. It's true. Get it. I'm not getting into this. 
you know, and so I I just loved that they they were just cowards, you know, but they could they were tough, and I, I loved Monkey and Shield. He had that cool shield that would fire like cannonballs out of it, and it looked like it was just a wooden shield, but it would have like an unlimited supply of cannonballs that would fire out of it, like fireballs. Right. I just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, he had the, the mutants. I I loved the mutants. They were they were awesome. Yeah, you and know? they they always tried to break into the Thundercats lair. Which let's talk about that. How cool looking is the Thundercats lair? Dude, I wanted that so bad when I was a kid. That was the only toy I was never able to buy. I had all the action figures, but I never ever got there. I even had the tank, but I never got the flipping hideout or whatever. I had the stupid castle castle Grayskull. My parents mm-hmm. let me buy that. But they wouldn't get the cat slayer. Yeah, I couldn't get the cat slayer. I was so upset as a kid, man. But you know, if obviously money isn't uh, growing on trees, so I had to pick one or the other. But it just sucks, man. That thing was so cool in the in the cartoon. It had so much good, like firepower. And uh, I love how the claw would come up, and then the tank would come out from underneath the claw. That was. Well, let's talk about that. So, so that that was. Always, that was always great, right? The theme song for Thundercats, amazing, phenomenal, right. right? And then you'd have every time Lionel got in trouble, right? He'd do his thunder, thunder, Thundercats, ho, and the Thundercat symbol would shoot up into the sky like the bat symbol, right? And then you'd see the Cats layer, and the paw lifts up, and here comes the Thunder Tank with all the Thundercats rallying around. It's true. I just thought that was great, you know, and it was just cool. It is cool. I mean, that's the thing is like, even though it's formulaic, you still cannot wait for it to happen in an episode. Yeah. Just, just like Incredible Hulk, you know that he's either going to get beat up, he's going to slip and fall, he's going to get scared, and in the first half hour, the Incredible Hulk shows up, and then the last 10 minutes he shows up. But you don't care. You know it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. you just want to see how you get to that point. Same thing with Thundercats. You know that Lionel is going to have to pull out the sword and call the Thundercats. And it's going to be the same way. You get the theme song and everything. You just don't know how it's going to happen. And that's the fun of each episode, really. Yeah. This, I mean, I remember being so pumped as a kid. I mean, just, you know, like you say, you know it's going to happen. As soon as he pulled out the sword, put it up to his face. Sword of Omens, give me second <laughs> sight. I'd be on my feet. Here yeah. we go. And I'd be doing the thunder with him, right? Swinging my arm. And then it was cool because, you know, the thunder the thunder take would roll out and they just play a little clip. Thundercats are on the move. Thundercats thunder cats are loose. loose. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here we go. Yep, you yep. know, I just, oh, I remember every time. It didn't matter when I was watching it. I'm pumped up. Here we go. You know, oh, yeah. So this show is so great. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Our first three episodes, man, each one has a killer theme song. It's, That's true. You know, in Living Color, 21 Jump Street, and Thundercats. It's like we're picking shows that have amazing music. I mean, it's that is true. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, it's you're right, man. It's the, You get the little clip. You wouldn't get the full, you know, the full song of Thundercats. But no, they're, on the, they're on the move. They're, they're rolling on. They're ready to help. Thundercats and, are loose. And, and, but, of course, you would get it at the end of the episode. You know, right. it, it'd be like showing you – uh, Mumra's place and uh, man, that, talk about scary. I the definitely, pyramid. I definitely thought the pyramid and and the and the lakes of uh, like burning lava were way scarier than Skeletor's cast. You know whatever his place was called, I totally forgot. Was, yeah, what was that called? It was uh, Mount. 
What was that called? Man, I don't can't remember. <laughs> I can see it. I you're right. I can see it, and I'm just missing the name. But people yeah, are yelling I, at us right now. It's okay. Yeah, but no, but so so this one Thundercats. You have you have Castle Plundar. Right. And then you have Mumra's Pyramid. You know, and those are kind of the two evil places that they would go to. Yeah. Good stuff. And the cool thing with Mumra is, man, when he would come out of his tomb and you see, like, you know, he's got the red hood on and he's got just a couple of pieces hanging from his hands and you see his red eyes. The guy was tiny, but you knew that that dude could kill you in a second. You know, and kids were just like scared of that guy. And then don't even start when he turns into the zombie. I mean, that's a whole new set of mm-hmm. a set of wheels there. But I mean, they had an excellent villain. Mumra was just, you know, your heroes are only as good as your villain, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and Mumra was an amazing villain. To me, he's still the ultimate cartoon villain for me, man. Because Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry's good times, but there's no villain in Tom and Jerry. It's each other, you know? I mean, that that's the appeal of Tom and Jerry. Occasionally, you have, like, the dog, uh, you know, or, or whatever. They have to deal with Spike, but Spike ain't no Mumra. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's good stuff. Very good. Spike ain't no Mumra. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta trademark that one, right? Right. <laughs> good stuff. So, uh, yeah, man, I love me. I love the Thundercats. And it's just, here's the thing with the remake. You know, they, they redid Masters of the Universe at one point, And then they, you know, they redone Turtles. You know, they, they redid it. And like the theme songs, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tur-, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really dig the newer version. But it still was somewhat respectable to its source material. And then we get Thundercats, and I was like, no, man, please don't, please don't redo Thundercats. And then I saw the logo. I was like, okay, the logo looks pretty much the same, but they just changed it a tiny bit. And then I saw the first image of Lionel, and I almost threw up. I was like, Mm -hmm. this is how you're going to have them look? So I was like, okay, I got to watch the first episode to kind of give it its, uh, you know, to see what they're going to go with it. And man, Tigra, immediately I hated Tigra. I was like, this is not Tigra. This is not his character. He is not like this whatsoever. He's definitely a a compassionate character. He's not no douchebag like this guy is. And uh, Why's he got his collar popped? Why's he smell like Axe body spray? Right, exactly. (laughs) And uh, I'm like you, sir. I watched enough to know that I didn't like it. And it's not like I didn't give it a try. And here's my thinking with the done, why I was excited for the remake was one simple selfish reason. I was going to get my old school toys back. There you go. That's it. same thing with Knight Rider. I was very excited with the new show. I thought, okay, if Knight Rider does successful, they're going to bring back the old school Knight Rider toys. And they never did because it never got a season two. But Thundercats eventually showed up on uh, at Walmart and bam, there it was. Lionel, 1.6 scales figure. I was like, bam, there's Mumra, there's Tigra. It was like sweet, and they look cool. I mean, they were like real classy looking. Yeah. And way bigger than my original action figures. So, I mean, unfortunately, you don't get the original sort of omens. You can just go on eBay for that. But I do like the fact that they are bringing back the old school toys. And that's yeah. that's the only great thing I can say about the remake is it brought back the old school toys. So that's actually a really good point because I did I went and picked up a Lino and I picked up a Tigra. 
because I found one on clearance. And, uh, <laughs> they're expensive, right? Aren't they? They're like twenty-five to thirty bucks at Toys R Us. Yeah, they 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 surprised me. I saw I found a Tigra in the clearance at Walmart for eight bucks. So I was like, I'm taking it. Awesome. So yeah, so that was you're right. That is cool, and because that that was such a big part of not only this show but a, a lot of the cartoons that that we loved as kids. You know, like I say, the Transformers and the GI Joes and the He Mans and and this. Those are all toys that I got to go along with the show. I'd replay the show with my guys, you know, and, and so that was a huge part of 80s Saturday morning cartoons. Of course. Especially I mean, for little boys. Right. I mean, you had Mr. T cereal that you got to eat while you're watching your cartoons, remember? Yeah. I mean, it was huge. It was all about advertising. What can we sell? And that's why, like with Masters of the Universe, you know, we, we, we joked about She-Ra, but that was like, hey, maybe we could get into the girls' market with these action figures. Let's make She-Ra and see if little girls will buy it or if little boys will buy it, you know. And so that was that's a huge part of these shows, like it or not. And uh, and being a, a, the kid I was and the collector I I've always been, I suckered in, man. And I get my parents to buy all kinds of garbage. It's <laughs> it's true. I I bought She-Ra. I still have my She-Ra action figure upstairs, man. I, I I was one of the boys that that got into it cuz I like She-Ra. I thought it was a good I thought it was a good cartoon. I thought her bad guy was pretty flipping sweet. He was way scarier than Skeletor was. And uh it was good times, man. I actually thought the cartoon this sounds horrible, but the cartoon was actually better than Masters of the Universe. And I loved Masters of the Universe, but it holds up better. I maybe it wasn't better as a kid, but rewatching them Man, that massive universe doesn't hold up as well as I remember it. I agree. You know, here's my thing. It was two years ago. Um, I bought uh, the Masters of the Universe season one in the yep. in Walmart for like five yep. bucks. Same place they got Twenty One Jump Street. I'm like, man, I'm scoring right. So I, I pop in the DVD and I said to my wife, I was like, wait a second, is that really He Man's voice? Yeah. Why, why does he sound like a girl? And she goes, oh, maybe he sounds different when he's He Man. Oh, okay. I'll wait till he turns into He Man. He turns into He-Man. His voice still sounds like a girl. I don't yeah. remember him being this wussy when I was a kid. I, I, I was very disappointed in Mass. After that, I haven't been able to watch it again because it was just so. I had the exact same experience. I put it in, and I got my got my boys. I'm like, all right, be prepared to be amazed. You're about <laughs> to see something awesome. This is what this is what Daddy used to watch. I put it in like. Wow, this is not good. They look at me like, seriously, Dad, this is this is it? I'm like, no, guys, it's better than this. And I'm skipping to the next episode. Like, maybe that was just a bad episode. Let's see this one. Like, why why is Prince Adam such a wuss? Like, I, I everything about this is bad. Oh, it's it's true. sad to see. It is. Do your boys like uh, Thundercats? Kind of. They've. They never really watched a lot of the old ones. I've shown them a couple. Um, I just have one. I have one disc that's like the best of um, some of the original stuff that I got years ago. It's a bootleg. Oh. Okay. And uh, so they've seen that, but they and they've watched a, a few of the new episodes. And like me, I they just don't get into this. I mean, I don't think you can sell crap whether it's kids or adults. Sometimes you know, and they see that I'm not real thrilled about it and so i don't think they're real thrilled about it either so no it's they really don't get into thundercats all that much fair enough fair enough that's cool 
Uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one because I felt really bad, man, on the whole Masters of the Universe experience. I was like, man, this, I, I, I gotta, I'm probably just being too hard on it. You know, maybe that's the thing, but glad to know that I'm not the only one out there that felt the same way, man. Uh, it's better in your memories than when you actually watch it. It's true. I'm, but this show, though, man, still to this day, man, holds up. I, I, I still dig it, man. Even though I agree it's more formulaic now and I can definitely call things way faster than I did as a kid, I can still sit back and enjoy it. And my daughters, they, they love it, man. They, they wait for it just like I was as a kid. When is the thunder coming? You know, when's the Thundercats hoe coming, you know? And uh, for me, this cartoon, just like Tom and Jerry, still holds up, man, where I can sit down throw a disc in and be entertained 100% and not have any issues with it. Unlike various other cartoons, uh, like masses of the universe just wouldn't hold up today, you know? So yeah, I agree. Another cartoon that holds up very well is the real ghostbusters. Still phenomenal. Cartoon. I have not watched that in 20 years. I got it over at Walmart. They had season one in like this tin can, this tin case, because the first, there's two episodes attached to the Ghostbusters 2 DVD set. If you bought the, it was a green slime DVD set of, you get one and two, mm-hmm. but they attached two episodes uh, to Ghostbusters 2. And my kids just watch it over and over and over. So I finally got the whole entire series. And I remember flipping Sandman freaked me out as a kid, man. I thought he was like the Michael Myers of cartoons. <laughs> he, that's the one that Egon is just terrified of. And man, it's good stuff. Slimer's still awesome. Garfield is actually the voice of Peter, uh, Peter Venkman. And, and of course, Arsenio Hall is the voice of uh, Ernie Hudson's character. So it's good times, man. I, that cartoon still holds up to this day. It's still amazing. I, I highly cool. recommend the real Ghostbusters. And it's like 15 bucks at Walmart for season one, if, if you can still find it. When it was out, it was like 15 bucks. It was pretty cheap, man. Very so, cool. So, yeah, uh, I think as far as Thundercats go, uh, just like the other two shows that we've talked about, you know, various seasons hold up well and the other ones don't, which you can kind of see the trend here that the first two or three seasons hold up well and the other ones kind of go down the drain. But Thundercats is a little bit stronger. I mean, season three and four are definitely more form- form- formulaic and it's definitely, you can call more, but it does try to keep you as entertained as possible and doesn't go completely off the rocker uh, as, as, you know, not... Not necessarily like 21 Jump Street, but obviously in Living Color, we talked about how towards mm-hmm. the last season it was, you know, jumping the shark big time. So uh, I'm I'm ex- I'm very happy if I actually had the whole entire series in a package. I I consider that a solid uh, series to recommend to other people, not just you know watch one and two and forget season three and four. It's yeah. just just let them know that you know season three or four are kind of weak. But there's still some enjoyable spots here and there. It's not complete trash as other shows in the past have been. So, I would love to get this entire run, have it on my shelf, you know, and just have be able to watch my Thundercats. Unfortunately, it'll cost me seven hundred dollars. <laughs> it's true for some reason, but man, yeah, I want I. I I don't know. Do they have the entire series out yet? Nope. Or is still, it's still coming out, right? It's still coming out because I hope, the, I hope that they're able to at least get it all out because like you got to think that sales aren't that good. I mean, fanboys, you know, will spend money, but when you're coming out with this crazy high price, I just hope that that doesn't kill the sales so that they don't finish the series. It's true. Uh, I think we're got we have all of season two out. We have season one for sure, season two, but they, man, 
I don't know. People are probably yelling at me. I, I, I honestly don't think season three has started. I, to be honest, I didn't look, but from what I've seen on the shelves and from what I've picked up, I've only got through season two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm with you, man, because not every show gets the full blown, um, release because wasn't it, um, boy meets world. They were afraid they weren't going to be able to get the whole entire thing out. Yeah. There's been a few shows like that, that they'll start even, and they'll give you like the first two seasons, first three seasons. And then, Oh, it's not selling very good. And then that's it. And if you're a fan of that show, you're all excited. And then you're like, Whoa, 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 where's the rest? Right. Oh yeah. That's not coming out. We, <laughs> we didn't sell enough. Yeah. That sucks, man. So uh, overall, sir, if we're gonna go with score wise for Thundercats, uh, what would you uh, what would you recommend as as your score for the overall show? All right, this is it's tough to score because my score is gonna be based on nostalgia, I think. Yeah. And uh, you automatically get a get a star higher <laughs> due to exactly. nostalgia. So exactly. So I mean, as far as cartoons go, kids shows go, I gotta give it at least a four and a half. Awesome. I agree with you 100%, four and a half. Uh, that, that was my score as well. The only reason it gets the other, which obviously would be three and a half, but we're giving it the extra star due to nostalgia. Uh, it's just because season three and four are just a, a weaker than season one and two, but it didn't go completely off the rails is why it still can keep the four and a half, a strong four and a half for me as well. Just because I remember a lot of season three and four, even though I can't physically watch it because it's not released on DVD. And if it is, I haven't been able to find it. So, you know, yeah. if, if people out there are like, dude, it is released. What are you talking about? You don't know. Good. Mail it in. Send yeah. it to me. Send it to me. Let me know where I can <laughs> give me the link so I can go buy it. Because guess what? Around my parts of town, I only got season one and two to deal with. I don't have three and four, but my Just mem- go out and buy it and mail it to me. I'm good for it. <laughs> you don't know me, but I'm good for it. It's true. It's good stuff. We'll get a P.O. box. Yeah, so- yeah. So people can send stuff there. So Yeah, this show would be five stars if it wasn't for Snarf. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, good times. So uh, are you are you ready to hear what the, what the channel surfers have to say, sir? Let's hear what the people have to say. All right. All right, so our first email comes from uh, John the Music Man, and he said, Thundercats. Uh, Thundercats from the 80s was awesome, and I do admit I never saw all the seasons, which you know could be a good thing in this case. I think I watched at least the first and most of the second, but in the 80s, Snarf Snarf wasn't annoying to me as a kid. Uh-oh, I guess you guys are going to have a war on it. And uh, But my favorite was Panthera with his nunchucks, flipping amazing. Um, I used to have a bunch of sound bites on my PC when it started up. All you heard was the thunder, thunder, thundercats. Oh, man, that would be awesome. (laughs) I got to find me some of those. Now he talks about the remake now. He's like, okay, the remake, I think it was a good update, yet I think the writers changed their mind with some parts, especially uh, the cats not knowing tech in the beginning, yet now it's all normal, which I think is a good thing, and I like the origin better in the new one. Uh, so we'll we'll keep watching the new cartoon as for rewatching the old one. Um, it's better in my memory, I think. Snarf, snarf. John the Music Man. So thank you, sir, for writing in. So you, you have any special comments for him since he likes snarf? 
Well, I can't be right about everything. <laughs> it's true. All right. So our next one comes from Sebastian the Internationalist, and he's like, Hello, Changing Channels Podcast. I haven't seen the original TV show, which, seriously, come on, man. you got to get up on that. But I have seen the first season of the remake. I think the remake is okay. Um, the biggest gripes I have is no one died except at the start of the series, which cartoons people aren't really supposed to die in. So I'm not sure what you mean by that, right? Uh, but in Not the, enough people died in this kid's show. Right, yeah. I was expecting more death in this kid's show. Um, I think that kid's show would get canceled right away if there was death in it a lot. Uh, in the remake, the good guys and the bad have the same piss-poor accuracy. A smaller gripe is how the good guys have enough ammo for their weapons and tank unless they have an epic-sized Walmart that they frequent. Which, number one, it's a cartoon so you automatically don't run out of bullets. And the logic of cartoons is simple as this. Look at Tom and Jerry. They die at least 50 times in each episode. <laughs> now, if as I have to tell my kids, you cannot copy and do what you see in Tom and Jerry. It's for entertainment only, and it's to make you laugh. But if you were to take that sledgehammer and hit your sister across the head, she's going to die. So don't do that. So, you know, the rules are different. When it comes to cartoon logic, don't you agree, Mike, sir? Mike, I, I would say that you shouldn't leave the sledgehammer just laying in the kitchen. <laughs> Maybe take temptation away. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I I got to get rid of that sledgehammer. Uh, you're right. That's yeah. You, you always have that. I mean, I, I just I've seen pictures. You always have like that anvil hanging above the kitchen door for some reason, and there's always that piano like hanging from the roof by a thin string, just waiting for someone to come by. It, I think those are those are hazardous. I don't think you should have those. Does my home insurance cover that if it uh, falls on a person? I hope so, man. Man. It's cool because I've learned that if an anvil falls on your head, that it doesn't kill you. It just sends you into the ground. Oh, okay. You just go through the ground and then, you know, the anvil's on your head. Oh, okay. Well, I, so feel, I feel much better now. So. Yeah. All right, so that is from Sebastian. So thank you, sir, for writing in. Good times. And uh, we have, hey, Anonymous wrote in again, sir. Anon Sweet. Anonymous likes you. It says, hey, Mike and Jameson, the 21 Jump Street episode was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Good memories. As for Thundercats, I remember playing with the toys for hours as a kid, which thank you because I'm not the only one. Uh, Tiger was always my favorite. Thanks for reading my email and keep putting out great episodes. I could listen to Jameson's smooth tones for hours. Ooh, Anonymous. <laughs> you, All right. You better hope Anonymous is a girl because if this is a guy, you got some worries, sir. That's all I got to say. That is true. I never thought about that. Yeah. So uh, so thank you, Anonymous, for writing in. It's always a good time to hear what you have to say about Jameson. Thank you, books. Anonymous. <laughs> good stuff. And uh, our last email comes from uh, Cheerful Charlie. And uh, he said, Thundercats, I liked it. Uh, but I couldn't watch uh, very much of it as I was becoming a teenager and was outgrowing my love of cartoons until Transformers Generation 1 cartoon uh, caught my eye. Uh, are you guys going to review the th uh, the Transformers cartoon? Uh, originally, I thought he was talking the movie, and I said, well, that would be on STL, but he's talking the overall cartoon of, mm -hmm. of Transformers. Um, for me, possibly. yeah, possibly. Uh, I don't see it being like episode you know, four or five. I mean... I don't want to do cartoons every episode. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely, you know, I watch Transformers and, and you watch Transformers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't see it not being a possibility. So so that is it for our email, sir. So good stuff. And uh, where do they, do you know the email address, sir, if they want to write in? Or did you forget it? 
No, I think I know. I think if you need to, if you want to write in, talk talk to us about what we had to talk about, it's at ccpodcast1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. You are so smart, man. I am impressed. Wow. You, you know, last I am America's co-host. You are America's- I, I know some things. <laughs> you know some things. You got a good memory, man. You must have a photographic memory or something. It's good. It's close. Good, good time. So that is correct. That is the email address because remember, uh, somebody took the CC podcast name, so I had to put the one after it, but that's okay. Uh, you know, we are going to be the number one TV show podcast, so right. it'll match up anyway. So, yep, that's ccpodcast1 at gmail.com. So if you want to write in, uh, feel free. As far as uh, our topic for next month, sir, uh, I don't know. What do you want to do? I'll let you pick, sir. Boy, I don't know, man. I hadn't really thought about it. Um, mm. I don't know. Well, Maybe we should get some suggestions from the people. I had one suggestion from Steve Rogers. He said, you know, why don't you cover Monday Night Raw since it's been on for years upon years upon years? So I thought it was. A- That's a huge undertaking. That is a huge undertaking, which there's no way you can possibly go back and watch everything. No, we're going to go episode by episode. Yeah, you, you have to totally go off memory or YouTube clips. There's just no way because it's not like they create a box set. Here's season one of Raw. Here's season two of Raw. They do have the best of Raw out. Yeah. They have a DVD for the best of Raw. That you know, That's that's good. I have that. Yeah, so I don't know, sir. Are you up for the challenge of covering hundreds of years <laughs> of Monday Night Raw? Holy cow. Good- I, I'm up for whatever, man. I'm I'm in for whatever. But you know, the best part of the show will be talking about the uh the Stone Cold versus Rock Age, man. My favorite of the Raw series. And then Hulk Hogan coming on with NWO. Good times, man. That was that was WCW though. No, he eventually came over. Oh, when he came back. When he yeah, came back. Yeah, he okay. came back. He came back with uh with Nash and Hall. Yeah, yeah, and they tried to they tried to come into uh you know what what the Attitude Era. Yeah, that's oh, when they yeah. tried to come back. So I don't know, man. I think it'd be pretty fun. There are some wrestling fans out there in the in the CC podcast lane. So I don't know. Do you want to just put it out on Facebook when we decide officially what we're gonna do for November? Let's do that. Let's let's let, let's give it some thought and see it, cause that's man, that's that's a lot of time. Yeah. Why don't you so. guys throw some suggestions out in the in the group, and uh, we'll we'll pick it from there, cause a lot of the fans are already in the in the Changing Channels podcast group, and that's on Facebook. If you want to check it out, it's the the channel Surfers. So go uh, go check that out. Um, well, it's actually the CCP Channel Surfers. So just type that in Facebook for a group. And then if you want to put in your thoughts or email us, let us know. And uh, we'll uh, consider the suggestions and we'll let you know which one we pick. So good. Sounds stuff. good to me. So uh, I think that's a wrap, sir. I don't think I have anything left to uh, say outside of uh, you had an amazing episode of uh, Movie Mojo Monthly. I'm looking forward to your next one, even though. Uh, I did send in an email. You did accidentally forget it, but it, you're forgiven though. You had a heated debate, so it's okay. Yeah, I felt bad, man. It was. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it, going, "Oh man, I forgot Mike's email." I, we were. I was really. Uh, it was. It was a good debate, and uh, we got done. I was mentally exhausted, and Brian said, "Is there anything else?" Yeah. I said, "No, man. I can't think of anything." <laughs> like, oh, I forgot the email. It's good stuff. But, it was yeah, it was a fun episode. Hopefully everybody will listen to it and uh, go
go and put some reviews up on iTunes for not only us, but for the changing channels and the STL. It's true. Yes, yes. No more one-star reviews, please. Don't want any of those. <laughs> but uh, I'm kind of excited, sir, with uh, STL. Uh, you know, as you guys know, I've kind of taken some time off. Uh, my wife's family uh, had uh, had something come up. So, and then of course my situation. You know, I took some. I took a little time off. And the funny thing is, is the moment that I did, my subscribers went from 45 to 322. I was like, what just happened? It's like either people from your show. And the whole entire crew of Shadowy Flight just happened to subscribe to STL. I don't know. It's kind of, I'm kind of scared. I've never, you know, I never thought it'd ever hit that high of numbers. So it's kind of, mm. it's kind of freaky. And I'm hoping it's an error, you know, like the stats are wrong, but the stats <laughs> continuously say that number every day for the past two weeks. So I'm, that's cool, man. That's very cool. I know, but it's scary at the same time. But <laughs> but uh, good news is, sir, as we're recording, I've been editing our Zombieland episode. So uh, the plan is, is by the time they're hearing this episode, they've already heard the Zombieland episode, or that's their next lineup in the iPod. Uh, you know, just kind of come back with, uh, you know, full force, I guess. Um, but I do want to say, though, uh, as far as, uh, you know, for this show, it good thing is it's, it's once a month. So it's not really you have to worry too much, but uh, there'll still be a little bit not, you know, inconsistencies. You're not going to get an episode every week, but I'm going to kind of talk about that more on the STL side. But uh, it's definitely great for all the people that do come and check us out once a month over here, sir. It's a good time. Yeah, man. Well, it's good to have you back, Mike. We've we, we all understood why you're gone and we missed you and it's good to have Masunas back. Yeah, it feels good to be back. Uh, you know, thank you guys, everybody. For, uh, for everything, thoughts, prayers, it definitely helped. And, uh, you know, now that uh, things have, on, at least on my side of things are, you know, the whole funeral is done and, you know, it's just uh, trying to get back into the swing of things. You know, I still have my wife's situation to deal with, but there's some good news on that side. So it's going to be a lot less time dealing with than originally thought. So things are, you know, things are turning around on the brighter side. So it's good stuff. And, uh, and you, sir, you're going to be having a baby soon, right? That I am. We uh, we will be having a baby the end of February, and we just found out this week that we're having a little girl. Awesome! Congrats. I am terrified. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, man. They are attitude issue problems, <laughs> big time. But they're very they're they're fast learners, man. They pick up real quick. And having big brothers, man, that'll be nice because my four-year-old ha- does stuff that I think my seven-year, you know, when my daughter, my oldest daughter was seven, is when she started to do than what my mm. four-year-old does now. Uh, but obviously, when you have the new baby, podcasting, uh, obviously on this side of things, is probably going to take a break for a month or two because yeah. you're going to be a busy, man. So I'm sure you probably won't have any Movie Mojo monthly episodes out or anything. So who knows, man? I guess. Yeah, we are, we are, because uh, Brian is actually due, he is having a little girl in December. Nice. And so, yeah, we are uh, trying to figure out what's going to happen to Movie Mojo Monthly. Like, I hope it, I don't want to shut down for, you know, three months. That's a long break. Yeah, well, congratulations, so. Brian. That, that's awesome, sir. Um, yeah, man, I'll tell you, just, you know, me taking four weeks off, man, has been, uh, well, it's not, it feels like four weeks, but I think it's been like three but even that, that has felt like almost a month or two. 
uh almost so yeah taking three months off man that'll kill you dude but yeah yeah you gotta do what you gotta do you know so obviously when you don't see episodes coming that's why but you know you you don't have anything to worry about till february so you still have a few more months left uh and the funny thing is in december man that's when you guys are going to be doing your year-end wrap right yeah usually uh usually january we do our year-end wrap or look our look back all right. So hopefully you'll be able to pull that off. Do your like yeah. your your year end rap because I'm doing mine in the end of December. It's when I do mine, my top ten uh, music and movies of the year. So mm-hmm. uh, good stuff. So yeah, that's the plans, man. Um, I know this was supposed to be the Halloween month for me, but uh, yeah, that kind of got uh, thrown thrown out the trash a little bit. But our Zombieland episode, man, I think people are gonna be really happy with with that because it was a long one, man. It's almost three hours long, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Good times, though. So, uh, so yes, yeah, sir, I think uh, I think that's a wrap on, uh, on my side. Just check us out over on uh, Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. That's uh, CC Podcast on Twitter. And then don't forget to check out the group. That's some good times over there. And then uh, don't forget to check out the other shows, Movie Mojo Monthly. Check that sucker out. It's some good times. Check out our friends, Jason, over at uh, Flicks Podcast. Awesome show. Uh, Film and Focus, Show Me to Winston. And uh, Crossroads, he recently picked up. He's doing TV shows now. He's doing uh, Supernatural Podcast. So that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so he's now in the TV official tv i mean he was doing the the shadowy flight night rider but mm-hmm. uh him and dan took a very long break and and kind of gave me the reins to take the hosting abilities and it's been fun times and i've been happy and honored to record an episode every month for those guys and hopefully i'll get a new one out he's in boston right now so uh, yep. i got i gotta wait for him to come back for me to send him any shadowy flight episode information but uh yeah that's uh that's pretty much our buds, man. You got to check out. So unless you have other buds that I'm missing, man. I don't have any friends. I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except for this anonymous. I'm going to have to see what's going on with anonymous. It's true. We're going to have to ask anonymous. You are a female, correct? And and he is married. So don't let the wife find out that. Uh... Well, my wife is a, uh, yeah, my wife is a government trained killer. So <laughs> she's, she's a former military operative. I don't know if she's the one I want to get angry. There you go. That That's good times, man. So, all right, sir. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I had a blast talking some old school Thundercats, my favorite cartoon. And uh, hopefully next month we'll have an even cooler topic to talk about. So I agree, man. It was a good time. All right. Well, you guys take care. Masunas out.